Hey, hello, welcome. How are you doing, everybody? I sit here in the midst of a, another raging storm. That's twice. It is wank out there, to put it in one good old British word. Wank. Horrible. Windy, wet, grey, and a sign of the future. <clears throat> but anyway, sunshine in this little studio. My children have just been in here. They've been sat at the table, headphones on, blaring and shouting and singing down the microphones. I hit record. We caught it. We had a little laugh and it was great fun and probably we'll forget about it until 15 years time when we dig a little uh, micro sim out or whatever it is, little memory card and listen to it back. But I love those moments. I've banished them so I can do this intro for you guys. Um, We are brought to you by sponsors, Go Deep Flotation. 10% 10% off, code word CHEW, will get you 10% off your first float. 60 minutes, 90 minutes, 120 minutes in a beautiful, futuristic bathtub with a lid on it. LED lighting, 10 inches or 11 inches or so of Epsom salt-filled water. Buoyant float, heated to 37 degrees, same temperature as your body, as your skin, and you melt away after about 10 minutes when the audio, piece of audio that the guys put on in the, in the speaker in the tank that just subtly sinks you away, and then after about 10 minutes that goes off, and it's about the same time, for me at least, at the point where I forget where my body ends and the water begins. It's a bizarre feeling, and you melt away. Uh, body gets refurb. And your mind can go wherever it likes and sometimes it goes wherever it wants and you might not not like where it goes but it needs to go there and you just got to let it go and follow it and trust it and listen to it and manifest visions and all sorts of crazy things. So get yourself over to GoDeepFlotation.com, offer the code word CHEW and get 10% off and chat to Kieran and Annie, they are lovely people, they've both been on this podcast, you can check them out, episode number 4 and I want to say 11 but I'm fucking terrible at getting these right but dig them out, Annie Rattigan and Kieran Rattigan, you'll see them in the list in the back catalogue, lovely, lovely people, super energy and you can go and suck some of that energy off of them and take it back into your own world. We are also brought to you by lincolncryolab.co.uk the powerful Matthew Frost, another previous guest and long-time friend, sensei, instructor, um, MMA instructor for me over the years and now my children. Um, he's got a super-duper complex with... He has flotation there. He's got all the CBD range now and he's got cryo. And I think he's the only person in about a 50-mile radius around here, maybe more, that's got it. And it is amazing. Three minutes in a cryo chamber, which is essentially down to your boxes, slip on some fur-lined Crocs and a pair of socks, um, some gloves for your extremities, for your fingers and your toes. You stand in it, a lid, sort of uh, like a like a vinyl lid comes over the top of you, like a, like a top of a cape, your head pops out, and from your neck down, you are being zapped with liquid nitrogen, and it is down to about minus 150, takes us down to, um, three minutes in there, amazing, crazy weird feeling, you come off of there, thinking, you know, what's just happened and you're just, I don't know, programmed, rebooted, fragged, defragged. It's amazing. Very similar to the float, but a short, sharp blast. Uh, and the science is endless. So I do encourage you to get onto Google. Have a look if you're, in, if you're, if you're a, um, a pleasure seeker, you know, if you like um, to have new experiences or if you have been banged up a bit, if you've got skin allergies, if you've got acne, if you feel down, if you can't sleep, whatever the fuck, 
get on there because it's great and they are wonderful people as well Matthew's got such a, a vibrant energy down at the, at the training complex at the academy and now he's split up and refurbed um, the cryotherapy um, and separated it it's got it's at the front of the house now it's got its own entrance it's beautiful the CBD products are mad if you have some CBD and go on the cryo I mean you're going to be yeah you're going to be parking up on Mars and looking back at Earth, it's amazing. So check them out, lincolncryolab.co.uk, code word CHEW will get you 10% off. Tell them we sent you. Okay, today's episode um, is a ramble chat. I've mentioned this on the socials a little bit. Um, For people who don't follow us, I will encourage you. I'm on a roll at the minute of remembering to fucking promote shit. So if 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 you listen to this and you're just on your phone, you just... You just subscribe to the audio podcasts on whatever, whether it be Apple or Stitcher or wherever they are, Acast, um, Spotify and Anchor, who host us. If you like Anchor, if you haven't checked out Anchor, you should get over there and, and have a look. They, those guys sponsor us and host us, and they've got a neat and tidy little setup there. It's a cool it's a cool place to listen. Um, but what, if you just listen to the audio, I encourage you um, to get over on the socials. It's only Instagram. We're not fucking dragging you all over the place couldn't give a fuck about Twitter and Facebook. I just never worked Twitter out in the first place. And Facebook just seems like a cesspit of the worst aspects of ourselves. So um, although there is great, you know, it's not all neg, there is great elements to it. And I've got business pages on Facebook and so on. But I just f- literally populate Instagram and it just sends sends stuff over to Facebook. And I think, you know, someone's dog liked something once and that was it. So we're just on Instagram. So if you head over to Instagram, give us a like, um, give us a follow. And we're often populating Instagram with bits and bobs that are happening in the world that we're maybe planning for the podcast or things that are coming up in the podcast or things that have happened in the podcast. Um, And it's a great little community where we can kind of cross pollinate from podcast to real world. And the Ramble Chat is designed, I guess, for the for the YouTube um, subscribers, the people who follow the podcast through YouTube, which is growing rapidly, um, and we're getting some lovely messages all the time, you know, about the standard, about the continuity, the guests, you know, just the trust is building, and you know, this whole chew the chat thing is not just Aiden and I sat in this room, you know, it's the guests that are coming on, it's the the the, the congregation that we're building each and every week of people like-minded who want to discover other stories like their own or to inspire their own. Um, and it's amazing. And that's, that's growing quickly. So the ramble chat is kind of a concept that we came up with Aiden and I to kind of bring people up to speed on the video stuff every now and again. Um, like I say, with, with regards to what's happening on, on Instagram and the stuff I tell you guys in these intros. Um, so that, that as well as me kind of, having a bit of therapy, being a bit cheeky and having a little bit of a spew of my own bullshit and my own workings out of what the fuck's going on in this crazy sphere that's spinning through space. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of chewing those two things together and we've just done the first one, then you're about to listen to it and it's kind of loosely an introduction to this so I won't say too much more in the way of what it's about because I, I cover it in the podcast but essentially I, I did a, a wild camp and I've mentioned to you guys before I was going to kind of document it uh, my first solo camp and I couldn't be asked on the night because it felt like sacrilege I just felt like no I need to be in the moment so I just got some pictures and videos and whiz kid Aiden has zapped it up into a lovely little um 
uh, it's a normal podcast as you see I'm just sat on my own in here but he's he's, he's added some of the um, footage from uh, various things I've done in the past and certainly this, the the back end of this podcast where I'm actually on that trip and he's talking I'm talking you through it and he's kind of put the visuals of the actual trip in it so it's really cool I'm really pleased with it it's the first so we'll we'll um, we'll be doing more of these I hope you enjoy it um, so that's what's coming up I wanted to say a huge thank you to Connor Hazelwood and his community um, Spiritual Awakening Worldwide because we've had such amazing feedback and I know I say this all the time and I sound like I'm fucking blowing smoke but I'm just overwhelmed as is Aiden. you know we've had a couple of sit downs after sessions recently and we're having meetings about the future because we've got so much exciting stuff happening we've been approached by people I mean one of the big UK podcast platforms media platforms that I love um, Mr Sean Atwood if you you might you might have heard us talk about him on episode 23 Steph Smalley and I uh, Sean Atwood is a um, UK based podcast true crime podcast with sean atwood but he's also he's an author first and foremost very very intelligent guy studied very hard in an arizona prison when he was in there for seven years um he's got a redemption story that is that is amazing and he's written many many books and he's high 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 regarded in the whole um epstein research thing the whole government scandals of um New World Order and just corruption. He's he's really uncovering and doing great work. Um, I've recently heard Eddie Bravo talking, you know, really highly of Sean's work and what he's uncovering and the dots he's connecting and the people that he's putting together. Um, yeah, and we've been approached by the booking agent of Sean's podcast um, who's come across our podcast, whether it's one of you guys sharing it, I don't know, but you know listen you do and it's amazing and they reached out to us and said look we've come across your podcast we love it it looks great really like the vibe the energy you know and um, we'd love to help you out with guests and we've got a database and you know let us know let's talk so just really really fucking you know i'm over the moon because my wife has endured hours upon hours upon hours for a couple of years of sean atwood as she has done with various people over the years and to get an approach from from his team is amazing. And there's so many other things that are happening that I can't really, I shouldn't even really be saying too much about that at the moment, but there's loads of stuff popping. And it's with great thanks to you guys because you're listening, you're sharing. We're, gr- we're, we're growing a little family and it's powerful and it's lovely. And the madness outside of our skin in this world ain't going nowhere. And it feels like at least a little bit of communication, a little bit of talking seems to just bring some kind of something. So over the moon about it. Um, so yeah the spiritual awakening crew were amazing connor was lovely his family his set up his business partners the whole community on his page is, is just lovely and we've had lovely lovely messages and lots of ads and likes and all the rest of it and it took us over 100 subscribers on youtube and uh, it's fucking mad it was mad you know with 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 I said it, I think, on the last intro because I'd watched the podcast before his podcast, you know, when I, that went out to you guys on the audio. You know, the, the humble numbers, it sounds fucking nonsense compared to the other podcasts that you listen to. I'm sure, you know, 35 people sat watching live in a premiere or, you know, 70 people a couple of hours later. But to me and to Aiden and to our little thing, it's amazing. So over the moon, thank you to Connor. Thank you to the family um, of the Spiritual Awakening Worldwide crew. Um, but this episode we shall crack on I'm going to play some music um, I need to remember what I was going to play I'm going to play, I think I'm going to play Nick Drake now, you know 
we seem to be getting away with whatever it is we're doing music wise now at the minute mainly I'm playing demos and stuff that people get that send us in stuff and artists that I know that have never been discovered but certain times you know music it just has to come when it's the right time and it's the right time um my kids fell in love it was the first music we really connected over outside of cartoons and the usual you know kiddie stuff this was the music that they first said the name of the artist and let's listen to Nick Drake Daddy in the car traveling and so on and so forth so I'm going to play one of the tracks that I think fits it fits the vibe of this this podcast so Ramble Chat as I mentioned is me rambling so thank you for putting up with it if that's what you are doing um and this track will sum it up it will sum up this camping trip it will sum up my my kind of what I'm getting at with the whole point of Ramble Chat I think so we're going to play Pink Moon by Nick Drake. This is episode number 27 of the Chew the Chat podcast, Ramble Chat, with me, your host, Sam Souls. So I written and I saw it say What I wanted to do, Aidan, I wanted to do the ramble chat, which we talked about, <clears throat> which is an excuse for me to kind of release a little bit. And also uh, I wanted to talk about what I've been doing in my life, in my personal life, to try and just help cope with basically being a human. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
COVID's obviously been mental. <clears throat> having children, having a family, having a job, having bills, having fucking just loads of things to do all the time. So as listeners and viewers of this podcast know by now, um, we like to ask questions of our guests about upbringing, you know, how how was life growing up? What was the trajectory that was set? What were the bonds? What were the connections? Um, and what does that mean as you grow up and you start to download your own interpretation of the world and, and your path and who you are? And for me, <clears throat> it's been a mad couple of years. It's been a really transitional couple of years with my wider family, my siblings and my parents who were divorced when I was young. And having my young children, who are now six, five and three, and I've moved across the world at the beginning of those children being born, sort of five, six years ago, and back, left one parent, went to the other parent, and uh, tried to kind of pick up the slack and find out a bit about my dad. And it was weird, as I'd just become a dad. And in coming back, it was... uh, apparent to me that patterns, patterns like recognising the patterns of the generation before us and the generation before them and what what does it mean to us? You know, what do we do? What do we run into the same walls? Do we do we try and steer our ship on the same track or do we do we, you know, try and make our own way and, and it's been a strange couple of years. And in the last year this, in fact, since the lockdown, one of the things that I've, I've found um, is a friend, David um, David McGregor, from one of the early episodes. He uh, he did some work for me in a day job. A lovely lad. He's a um, electrical engineer, and we were chatting one day, and I was telling him all about floating. And again, listeners to this podcast will know ten <clears> percent <throat> off with the code word shoe at Go Deep Flotation will get you your first float and you get 10% off and you get to experience what it was that I was chasing and I was doing floating for a long time which probably 2012 something like that and I'm telling Dave McGregor all about it you know I like to go in this float tank and I like to disappear and just shut off no sound no touch no smell just cut off from the senses and drifting into the deepest sense of self that you didn't even know was there you know you might have an idea in those moments when you're drowsy and you sleep you know and you're at peace and you can kind of drift lucidly to a degree you know as you're going into dream you can feel it and you can still sense um but you're drifting off into a part of yourself that's you know locked off most of the time and floating kind of gives me that feeling and and memories and lots of things i've talked about for for people who listen to the audio versions of the podcast and the intros when i'm when i'm uh, advertising go deep so I'm telling Dave McGregor all about this and he's a Yorkshireman and again I've joked on the episode with Dave uh, and we did a wild camping episode as well with Dave um, he's got that Yorkshire straight up and down just dry wit and humour and he just said to me he said oh he says yeah that sounds great he says uh, I just go off to the woods on my own for a couple of days and I said <laughs> On your own, to the woods? He said, yeah. 
He said, I'll just pack a bag and, you know, I'll just go off to the woods or up the, up the mountain, he said, you know, and I'll just sit and, you know, that'll be it. I might have a beer, I might have a smoke, I might not do anything, I might just have a little bit of food, but I'll just sit and just be out in nature, hike, and have a nice, you know, bit of solidarity. And I thought, wow. And as he's telling me about it, I'm realising that I'm kind of seeking that in the, in the float. And again... The float is a completely different experience, essentially, because it's a it's a one hour or a ninety minute situation, or uh, longer if if you you know if you decide to go longer. And it's kind of a more compact experience. You know what you're doing, and it's there's there's all sorts of other benefits in the way of alleviation and gravity and physical and all those things. But essentially, at the core of it, it's the same thing. It's disconnecting from the noise, disconnecting from the constant man the, 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 the constant having to process just all the data and everything that's coming towards us and um excuse me as he was explaining what he was doing it was becoming more apparent to me you know like packing that bag and wandering and hiking up the mountain and trekking through the stream and then checking you've got enough water and pitching your tent and cooking a bit of meat and over a, a raw fire that you've made I started to think. I started to think. Wow, that's that, that's that's something I've got to try. I've got to try that. So I said to him, "Take me out next time you're going somewhere. I'll be up for coming with you. Give me a shout." You know, he said he had kit I could borrow, and a couple of weeks, maybe a month, passed by, and he gave me the call. I'm going somewhere local. Do you fancy it? I said, "Yes, I do." So he gave me some gear. We went locally to the woods, of which. You can hear that episode. Um, I think it's episode. You might have to do a bit of work here, Aiden. I think I think it's episode fourteen of Chew the Chat podcast. I think it's I think it's episode number fourteen. I basically just used my phone, a phone memo, because we were chatting away, and it was such a. I mean, the environment. We talk about this a lot on the podcast. The environment dictates so much. Is that it there? Look. Child's Play, episode 16, so it's episode 16, yeah, that's a picture from, um, we just stepped in a couple of mosquito nets actually, we just had a mosquito net each, I couldn't believe it when he got it out, I said, you know what, I'm staying in that all night, I, was, I can see everything, and all those strange things that you first think happen, you know, you think, well, what do you mean I'm going to, you know, you, you don't think of it, you know, I'm in the woods and I'm going to just be asleep looking at the woods, it was weird, but what a wonderful experience it was. It was beautiful, and it really opened my eyes. And um, I I put my phone on because we were having such a, a deep conversation. And as I was saying there, the, the, the environment does cultivate so much. And this conversation was going deep, and I just whacked the record on the memo. I didn't tell Dave. I forgot about it because we'd been smoking the old CBD and a couple of uh, IPAs. Which again, people watching this podcast lately, I seem to be having a beer every time we're doing it. But we're doing them in the evening, just before the weekend, and and that's that's why. But yeah, we uh, we had a lovely conversation, recorded it, and that was it. Went to bed, woke up in the morning, I was hooked. I said to him, "Thank you so much for the experience." And he was he was buzzing as well because he said some people just don't take to it, you know. And I've taken people out, and you just you know, can, it's just doesn't click for whatever reason. But it clicked for me, and that was it. I was buying gear, go outdoors, getting all the bits and bobs, took my family back to that place in the woods. We had a lovely time. And I guess where I'm going with this is that that, that seeking 
to to quieten the noise, to find some self, to some ownership, some sovereignty of your own thoughts without having to process them against the constant backdrop of just the madness and the speed of the modern world. And it does, it reminds me of the float, but it's this, this quite literally just so much more texture. You sat on the earth, the leaves, the, the you know, the blow of the grass, the creak of the trees, you know, knowing that you have we got enough water, we've got, you know, there's five of us, three children, you know, we're going to be here for blah, 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 blah. Have we got enough water? Yeah, we've got enough food. Is the tent in a position where it's not going to blow away? Are we got covered if we get bad weather, you know? And and it was amazing, amazing with the family, just seeing the children, just playing. There's no there's no screens, there's no nothing in that environment. There's just literally the the nature of the instincts to connect with your environment, and also you know, the nature of nature and it's beautiful. And I kind of had these visceral feelings. And I said to Dave, you know, I was watching him, I was walking behind him through the woods and he knows where he's going. And he's chopping his way through bits and I'm just making sure I keep up and I've got my bag on my back following him. And it occurred to me, it's like I had a really strong kind of feeling of not deja vu, but a memory, a physical memory of like, it reminded me, oh yeah, when I was a kid, we used to go off into the woods and we'd be gone for hours, you know, and when you were eight and nine and ten, it might be that you're playing soldiers or cowboys and Indians and all these fucking things you're probably not allowed to play in this crazy new world where you can't say words. But yeah, we used to be lost. We'd be gone for hours and the magic and you might find like an old magazine. If you were lucky, it might be a, it might be a jazz mag, but you would find something that, and when you found it, it was almost like, you know, it might be an old pair of boots or an old newspaper or like some sign of life. And you'd think, fucking hell, who was here and what was this? And I always had those feelings. And it came back to me so strong when I was following Dave through the woods. Like, yes, this is in my DNA. This is in my memory. You know, we did this. We spent hours in this environment just exploring, making dens, playing soldiers and, and what have you. So seeing my kids running around in there in this modern world in 2020 where the constant battle, I guess, for, for new parents is trying to moderate screen time, moderate digital connection, you know, and keep the pace at something that is um, somehow in touch with <laughs> something physical, something meaningful in that way. Um, so that, that was glorious. And that led me on to going out with Dave further afield. We went out, um, just us, we went over to the Peak District and we went and did a, a quite a big climb, like a three-hour climb to the to a top of a, a, um, a fell. I think it was Boar, Wild Boar, somewhere near, I forget. He'll fucking, he'll remind me. And that doesn't do anything for you right now, but it was another experience of just... I had another real epiphany following him up. This time we're going up, we're scrambling. We've got to go up rocks. We're going across kind of at points, just kind of a, quite a delicate stream. And at other points, quite a, a, a strong flowing sort of waterfall-esque, rocky, noisy. We're in a valley, you know, and you're kind of aware. It's like, shit, you know, if I make a wrong move now, if my ankle twists, if my knee goes on, we're kind of like, you know, and I'm, I'm really aware of that. But it happens again where I think he forgot his... Uh, we we pick we kind of got so far up the up the 
up the mountain that we'd gone past the last source of water and David forgotten that he wanted to fill up his, his pouch with water. So he, he said, look, you wait here. I'll go back. I'll fill up. And he had maybe a 20 minute turnaround. So I just sat down and I was thinking, I was thinking about my boys, my kids and thinking, I can't wait to bring them here. I can't wait. To, you know, so they're whatever age they are at the time, you know, six and five. And I'm thinking, right, well, we could probably get so far up and we can camp maybe at that spot there and we can get in the water and, you know, and then it led me on to thinking, you know, and then maybe when they're, you know, what will happen in the future? I'm just having these kind of visions of like our life's moving so quick. And this is while I'm trying to slow down the digital pace and the madness even in moments of conscious presence, you know, I look around and it's happening so quick. My son is this tall, like that, you know. He's saying, think, you know, it's just crazy. So I'm, I'm sat there thinking, yeah, we could come here next week and we'll get, probably, we'll only get up this high, but it'll be amazing and we'll camp and we'll go in the water and we'll eat. And then I'm thinking, you know, when they're, then I get excited. I think when they get to like, you know, 10 and 11, we'll probably, maybe, well, maybe we'll get up halfway and we'll be able to see this and we'll be able to, you know, and then the conversation around the fire will be different and we'll be talking about going to big school. And then I was having, and almost like the float, you know, sometimes in the float for people who have done it. And if you haven't, 10% off code word chew, get yourself to go deep flotation. You can fucking visualize and manifest things. And I was having it happen halfway up this, this mountain while I'm waiting for Dave. And uh, and then I could imagine them getting to like 15 and the conversation and, you know, and maybe they're meeting girls and, you know, their voices are broken and we're still around the fire and all those preceding years have, have helped to cultivate whatever's happening there because now maybe in my little mind these years of going out with dad and doing a bit of nature stuff and mooching and climbing and building and creating and fires has kind of bonded us in some way. And then I saw this sadness come over me. Sadness, yeah, it is sadness in a way, but sadness in, as an acceptance and an understanding and actually a trigger to the next stage, which was they're going to be 16 and I'm going to turn around and say, boys, come on, I've got a new place we're going to go up to in the lakes. It's going to be amazing. And they're going to turn around and say, dad, no, I'm sorry, dad, but we're, we're going to, you know, the football with Kevin and, the lads and we, um, um, you know um, or whatever they're going to say no no dad not into it I'm, we're doing this and it kind of thought fuck you know like yeah they're not going to need me anymore they're not going to need us you know like and I don't know if that's me I don't know if that's me kind of thinking about myself when I was l small or little and not really having a I, well, I didn't have at that point at 15, 16, at, you know, I think my dad left the UK. At, I think I was 12 or 13 when he left for good and he was gone for long periods for a couple of years before that. Um, and then we, we had a stepdad who was amazing. And as we sit here today, I've got I've kind of got two dads. But also it's like I haven't got a dad as well because you can never really get that close to either and maybe there's a bit of that in me when I'm thinking you know am I um, I don't know I don't know what I'm fucking thinking but I got sad when I thought my two boys might not need me well they won't need me they're not going to need me they're going to be blokes they're going to be burly men they're going to be coming around and doing my shopping one day making sure I fell off the sofa in a puddle of piss so 
yeah, that came over me. But then I guess as the sadness kind of came over, I thought, no, because that's beautiful because hopefully all of these trips, all of these moments, all of these grains of sand that are going to create that beach or whatever it is, the you know, the pixels in the picture, the strokes on the oil painting, whatever, each one individually, they come together and they create something. And, I was, and, then, and then I was happy again. And then I felt like, no, because that's what this is. And I, and I think that's the battle I'm up against all the time. And we've talked about this, Aidan, a lot. You know, like the existential worry of like, what Eve, what is it? You know, is it, are we, am I a nihilist? Am I, is this supposed to be something better all the time? You know, you, we've been, we've been kind of herded and conditioned into the idea that we're always aiming at something else. And I, I I'm, this this getting outside coming of age having my own kids looking back at my upbringing and seeing maybe where things could have been much healthier and trying to rectify that in this path i sometimes think you know look it don't don't look past things you know like the moment is now isn't it it's that it's, it's the simple whatever it is you know collecting some firewood with your six-year-old or your, your five-year-old coming saying, put me on the rope swing again, put me on the rope swing. Like, this is the moment, it's this. So yeah, in the end, that came over me that was like, no, this is, this is all the right thing. This is, is, this is, this is what it is. Provide the experiences, be in the experiences, be present. And then one day when they fly, they'll fly whichever direction they go. And, you know, someone told me once, you know, they'll go and it'll break you but they'll come back. So I had that on the side of this mountain and then Dave pops up with his Yorkshire humour and he goes, I said, nice one, mate. Fucking hell, you're mad. You're like, you've just gone down and up there twice and he went, all right, I've left me shades down there. <laughs> I said, you're fucking joking me. Tell me you're joking me. Uh, and he just goes, they're not on me, are they? I was like, no, Dave. He's like, hold me bag. And he went off again. And this time I sat there and I was just laughing to myself still and I thought, you know what, let's put the thoughts to one side and I had a bag of crisps. So that was that trip. That led me to thinking, you know what, I'm going to go out on my own. And Dave had said to me, you know, you'll, it's great going out with, with friends and it's great having this one-on-one -on -one time and it's great, you know, hiking and seeing this beauty. He said, but when you're ready and you go on your own, he said, you'll get that real, you know, there's no hiding place. You are, you know, alone with everybody at that point. And that's what I did recently, which is what I wanted to get at here, um, I guess, in somewhere or another, which was um, I went over to Yorkshire on my own, what, probably three weeks ago, something like that, to a place called Malham Cove um, and Janet's Foss. And it was, as Dave said it would be, it was, it was a really strange but wonderful and liberating experience. And again, similarly to the float, you know, I think so many of us are afraid of being on our own. I think we're afraid of our own company, not in a upfront way of I don't like myself or anything like that necessarily. I just think in a way of we are so conditioned, we're so used to the pace, the speed, the the madness, the the um, the the anxiety levels, and the I don't know the, the, to actually stop for long enough that you can feel your decisions, you can feel the trajectory of your decisions, you can feel the truth of your day-to-day -day that you kind of, 
you know, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll sort that out. I've got to get this done. I've got to, you know, got to get that. When you actually stop for long enough and you can really see it, which is what happens in the float, you know, and it seems to be what happens when you're just on your own. And if you're in a beautiful place, you know, great. If you're in a prison cell, you know, and you're, you're having enough um, introspection to be able to look within, amazing. If you're in nature... And if you've had to work to get to it, if you've had to hike something, if you've had to dig out the map and follow the map and try and, you know, have the anxiety of getting lost and if I get lost in this direction, if I get lost in that direction, if you've had to work for it, you know, and you've just got enough water and you've got a bag on your back and it's got everything you need, it's got your little tent, it's got your food, there's something really, really holy about it, I'm going to say. It felt um, amazing. I had a little bit of anxiety because where I went was a lovely, beautiful place. It's a beautiful waterfall. Janet's Foss is a waterfall and Janet was apparently the fairy who lived in the waterfall and protected it. And it is gorgeous, but there was a lot of people there. I got there at the back end of the day. It was very busy, high of the summer, early or late July, I think. Um, and I was kind of really anxious. I felt like, because my bag was slightly bigger than the average day tripper, I felt like everybody knew I was going to be camping and oh, it shouldn't be wild camping. And I was having all these strange thoughts going through my head. And I thought, fucking get a grip, man. You know, I'm here wandering around looking at nature with some stuff in my bag. <laughs> but one guy did say to me, I think I said this to you, Aiden, didn't I? I was skipping through the uh, the little gate from one field to another. And this old boy says to me, he said, ah, you got to be, are you, are you camping? And I was like, oh. I said, oh. Hello, sir. I said, I've been mooching around everywhere. And I thought, fucking hell, he knows. He knows. And then, I, and then I started having the thoughts about, well, what the fuck? Anyway, if I'm camping, do you know what I mean? If I'm camping with a 12K sound rig and fucking 700 people and a load of litter, then yeah, I should probably be a bit paranoid, but I'm going to go and leave no trace. No trace. And hopefully I'm basically seeking some therapy for myself just by being on my own. So that was funny. And then eventually I grew some fucking balls and just wandered off and found a little spot while people were still mooching about. I sort of wandered off the track and into the hills and I ended up thinking, fucking hell, what's going to happen here? What have I done? And I found a beautiful little spot, beautiful little stream with a little raised mound, just perfect, just perfect. And when I looked at it, I thought, there you go, look. Trust, 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 and it'll come. And it came, and then I set up there, and it was beautiful. I made some food. I had all the plans to do a... Um, I had a little camera with me and um, a mic, and I had plans to do this there. And it just felt like sacrilege to do that, actually. It felt like, no, I need to be in this moment. This is my first camp on my own. I love this feeling that I've been having of being out in nature and having everything in my bag on my back. I need to, you know, just basically lose myself in this experience so that's what i did i took some pictures and you know took some video footage as you know i always do um for for my own album for for the kids and for my wife to see where i've been and what i've done and everything and i will use some of that it'll get it's probably in this video now who knows what whiz producer aiden's going to do with it but um it was beautiful and i i i, I just sat and i ate my food and i had a drink and I was in the stream and I wandered to the top of the mountain and I watched the sunset and I just thought about things and, um, yeah, just being on your own. It's just not the easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, you know, it is not the easiest thing in the world to do when you are really on your own. 
and I'm loving it and it's done me the world of good and specifically the places I've been choosing to go have had bodies of water so this one had the waterfall so in the morning I packed up that's my campsite there I don't know six I think I got up maybe half five packed up no trace I was done wandering off for like six five past six looked across there up there, down there, into that little lane. Towards the waterfall. And I'd bought a little thermometer. I don't know how accurate it is, but it had good reviews. Amazon, check them out. They're on the internet. Um, and, uh, yeah, I checked the water, and I think it was something like 10.4 degrees. Now, I didn't know anything about water temperature. I didn't read any of this before I went. I thought, ah, oh, 10.4, that's not bad. Took me clothes off and everything. And... Uh, wandered in there and it's not too bad on the old feet it's not too bad on the legs it's not too bad when you get up to kind of groin height i thought yes it's not too bad and then as you keep going sort of you get up to kind of shoulder height and you drop yourself into the neck i thought whoa jesus the bite on your skin i mean it's it's almost as if it's hot oh john it's fast there we go look occasionally used by all weather wild summers oh yeah it is yeah yeah friend in fact savannah morrish Episode number 20, I think. She'd been there and I saw on her uh, her Instagram. God, I nearly said IG there. Fucking what is happening to me? Um, yeah, I saw she'd been there and it looked gorgeous and she camped right at the side of the waterfall and she told me where it was and pointed me in the right direction so that's where I went. Um, and it is beautiful. And in, in there, literally, you can jump. I've seen people jumping. You can go to the edge of the top of the waterfall and jump right into the into the main pit of it. Um there's, yeah, Malham Cove, that's beautiful. But yeah, I just got in, and once you get under the water, the fucking hell, the bite, and I did, you know, I've been um, a fan of the Wim Hof movement, but Wim himself is, is is um, he's just a bag of energy, man. Super interesting guy. If you don't know Wim Hof, you should check him out. He was, um, he's been rewriting physics in the, in the, in the books for, for a number of years now. Um, using his his breathing techniques and the immersion of cold, and it's fascinating. And he's a really he's a Dutch guy. He's super interesting, and he's very very kind of left field and just fun. And he's had the scientists wire him up, and it's all. I think he's got something like twenty six world records in the Guinness. Yeah, you know, that's it. Look, he's he's a super dude, and keep an eye on him. And I've adopted cold showering from him anyway. So get in this cold water, and I think right, I can do this. I cold shower every day. I can do this, and I get and I think I'd last. I maybe did a not even a minute. Maybe I did fifty fifty seconds, something like that. And the bite, the bite is something else. And I got I got out, but as literally as as I'd walked in, as I'm coming out, you know, flesh hitting air. You start thinking, by the time I got back down to my ankles and I'm out of the water, I'm like, I feel all right. I'm not, you'd imagine you're going to come out and you'd be like a shivering, shaking dog, but I was fine. So I actually went back in thinking, oh, I'm, I'm kind of acclimatised now. This is cool. So I went back in and went straight in for kind of a, a stroke and nearly fucking had a stroke because I was even colder than the first time. <laughs> so I quickly, woo, got back out of there, but felt fucking amazing. And you do feel amazing. There's something fucking whatever Wim's off to, and we'll link it in and check him out. But it's it you get out, and I guess it's like the cryotherapy, you know. Again, the other sponsor that we use for the for our wonderful friends at, at Function First from, from Matt Frost episode one, linkingcryolab.co.uk. 
you're three minutes in a cryo chamber and something happens. You, you, as far as I, I don't know the science and maybe you can pull something up, Aidan, but as far as I know it, when the body temperature gets taken below a certain point, it goes into shock mode and you're into like, shit, shut, sh we're going to shut down now. So blood to the vital organs and we're into kind of automatic pilot mode and survival mode. That's, that's as much as I can sort of muster from what I've read. And in doing that, when the blood recirculates, it kind of expels dead cells and, you know, fatigued cells and, and weak cells and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something else. And you just feel fucking great. Your energy's up. So I, I, I capped it off with that and it was amazing. And I must have been dressed again and out of there. And I, I headed it back up to my vehicle, which was parked. And it's still only kind of like half six in the morning and I saw two young girls maybe in their early 20s came wandering down and they got bags on and they, they cut into where I'd just come out and I thought I wonder if they're just literally going for the water I'm making a coffee just read, about to drive back and next thing I hear is whoa, ah, whoa! and these girls are screaming so they've they've hit the water and you can hear them the echoes bellowing through the woods and uh, as I'm finishing my coffee literally just about to pull off the two girls come walking out and they had their hair wet and all that. And um, it was like, we just had a knowing kind of nod as if to say, you know, that was something else. And they'd gone down there and, and sort it out first thing for their day. So I thought, wow, amazing, fair play to them. But what a wonderful experience. And driving back home to see the kids, I just couldn't wait to tell Alex and my wife and tell her, you know, we'll go back there and maybe just her and I on a, on a camp and we can go in the water. And just the feelings of reboot, unplugged, disconnected there's something in it it was amazing and um i'm so pleased that dave brought that into my life i'm so pleased that um my family my wife loves it the kids love it it's a real integral part of of our health i'm gonna say health yeah our healthy trying to apply healthy lifestyle as best we can you know it's 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 become a a much more recognizable facet of the of the routine of life for me now because we are so constantly plugged in and communicating via text and code and everybody's falling out because of black letters and white space without context without timing without intonation without feeling without energy without touch without the cold hard energy in a room like we're just and and, and it's really helping to um bridge some of that that's gone missing so i'm loving it and we're going to do something aiden aren't we we're gonna we're gonna take a couple of uh, guests up a mountain where there's water on a hike and we're gonna we're gonna do a proper podcast so i i did the one with dave like i said it was just my phone recording but aiden's got got plans to, to sort of scale down the rig and take the podcast as it is like this sat round proper mics with the cameras, with the multicam lit and have a conversation, you know, we minimise it so it's not overtaking the experience of being there. And obviously we're not filming every time we go wild camping, but I think every now and again, um, certainly this first one, we're going to try this out and see how it goes. And because the conversation that does start popping between friends, between, you know, there's a theme at the moment on the podcast, we seem to have hit a theme 
which is kind of born out of what the podcast is in the first place, which is what is this life? What is this experience? How are we all managing it? You know, but we've gone into kind of the male side of things in the last few episodes um, with, with Ray and with Connor, you know, it's been, it's been really interesting hearing, hearing guys talk about how vulnerable they are, how they've suffered with depression, how they continue to just try and juggle the expectations of being a man and with what they actually feel in their instincts, you know, and against the culture. And when I've been camping with the guys, it's been that, you know, we get to the top of wherever we've been and the, 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 you know, there's moments when you're hiking for in your third and fourth hour up a mountain when your bag's on your back and you just think, fuck, I, do, I just can't be art. This is just too much. I'm broken. My legs can't go. I'm tired. And then you reach that peak and you see the, you know, the, the, the water body of water, whatever it may be, or the clouds or the, just the endless undulation of earth. And then you realize, yeah. And then someone says, right, come on, we're going to get the food on and we're going to sit, you know, and then you sit and you congregate. And I guess like ancient times, like tribes and whatever else, earning that simple bit of food around a simple fire with some simple shelter with just a couple of you with no phones no traffic no noise no anything other than just what is here the nature it brings something out you know the conversation the meaning the the um the feeling is is something else so maybe we might be able to capture some of that aid and and um, and bring that back in a, in an episode and that's the plan we're going to give it a whirl and with Aiden on board he's got he's got ideas to make it you know produce it and make it try and capture that essence so we're really looking forward to that um that's I'm going to shut up because I'll go for a fucking ever and ever so I just wanted to ramble a bit and that was it and I'm going to do these every now and again um for my own sanity um you know it's it's nice to to get this out these feelings and we often chat Aidan don't we yep. after guests have left and you know we'll probably turn the mic on for some of those because Aidan's he's read more books than I've seen I think so he's super interested in that way but I'm I'm definitely pleased that um that I'm I'm getting some of this stuff off of my chest and sharing it with you guys because it is a crazy time covid aside life is so fast these days we are so lost in the dream that I don't think we'll realise it in, until much further down the line so it's good to talk um, what we have got what I will do as well is bring you up to speed so if people are on YouTube watching and we've just gone past our first 100 subscribers which we are so grateful for it's amazing um, we've been we've been um, <clears throat> doing a design Aidan's done a design from one of the episodes for um, a t-shirt Lockdown Liars from Steph, Steph's episode in uh, I think it was episode twenty three, yep. And you've done a you've done a t shirt, and there it is. And we're going to give ten of these away. So we've got a little thing running on Instagram at the moment. So for people who haven't do who um, don't follow us or anything, head over to Instagram, jump on uh, Tudor Chat Podcast, hit hit the follow button, um, tag a couple of friends in that. This is running I think for until next week at the point of this going out. This should go out on Friday, which is the. Is it the twenty seventh on Friday? I'm on, um, I'm fucking winging it now, Aiden. I am winging this now. I'll tell you what it is on Friday. It is the twenty eighth on Friday. So that the, that will be going till the following Friday, the sixth. So head over to Instagram, give us a follow on there, 
we we post pictures on there and kind of contextual updates on things that are happening as we do on the people who listen to the audio um on the intros we keep you up to date there so maybe on these ramble chats i'll just fill in a few blanks um as to what's happening with aiden and i and the podcast in general we've got some super exciting stuff that's um been unraveling over the last couple of days and i can't say too much too soon but we've got um as we've mentioned again to listeners <clears throat> um our American listenership is growing all the time and in California and Texas and New York and places like that. And uh, we've been speaking to a very powerful lady over in, in California um, who's basically just waiting for me to tell her when we're going to do it. And she brings a, a wealth of really interesting insight to this whole holistic kind of fight back against the digital world so there's that to come We've, we're talking to some really exciting people and i'm really really looking forward to the rest of this year um hopefully covid slides out of view a little bit and the masks and the gloves as well and we get back to something a bit more like normal but whatever it is um we're just pleased that you're with us and we're so grateful and this little family is growing and it is awesome so i'm going to shut my mouth Give us a follow on Instagram. Um, we don't really bother with Twitter or, or Facebook or anything. But thank you so much, guys, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you for listening to Chew the Chat podcast. Thank you for listening to Chew the Cat podcast. Chew the Cat. I want to do my own work. Go on, then. Very angry. I was nervous for that one. <clears throat> I just, I was saying to Aiden before we did it, like, why do I feel nervous, Aiden? Like, what, what, I don't know what I'm going to say here. You know, as much as we talked about the ideas and what have you, he was, um, he said, it's because it's all on you. <laughs> like, come on, for fuck's sake. I've been in bands for years, front, front in bands, sat here, started a podcast. Obviously, you know, I need some attention and, all of a sudden you get it and it's on you, on you alone and you fucking fall apart. But um, nevertheless, I really enjoyed it once I got going. I think the vape helped me. Um, but yeah, there's a bit of a, a, a sort of an intro to to what and why. Updates and kind of a bit of personal therapy and just sharing, you know, ideas and experience of what's what's going on in the world and bringing, bringing you guys up to date, the, the, the people who are watching the, the videos and so on and, and not so much in, in these podcast so either either way you should subscribe on youtube give it a like give it a follow hit the notification bell and that way you will get all these videos that drop in your lap um as soon as they come and we do i think three videos a week so it's 12 a month something like that so um it's consistent and it's always there and the community is really cool and it's going great and they're looking good and we've got plans to update equipment and get new cameras and we're going out there i think i think in terms of uk it feels like James English is probably he's probably the closest kind of thing to what we're doing in the UK, I think. The way he's got the video set up and he's, he's interviewing kind of... Um, he's a bit more linear, he's a bit more straight down with kind of criminals and, and that kind of thing. But he's blasting it, man, and I enjoy his podcast. I do, I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's cool. Um, but, man, you know, we, we're doing the same thing and I, I think I think we're... Um, yeah, we're we're in with a chance of of growing this little thing. I also like um, True Geordie. I think his setup looks 
fucking great. It looks great. I mean, it looks fantastic. It looks really good. He's got a team in there. I know there's a team with cameramen and stuff, and he's obviously super successful at this point, got many, many, many views, and he's built a really big uh, following, and and there's some good stuff on there. I like what they do when they get the guys around, a bit like the JRE when they do the Fight Companions and they watch football live on the True Geordie. I'm just so fucking over football, though. Football now, and, and even when I watched it with these lads and the Geordie boys they're all like maybe early 30s late 20s and even listening to them boys watching the the game you know the podcast is just them watching the game and having a chat and talking football but even they without them really knowing it all they're talking about is just money it's just fuck they're just talking about money this club's got this money this bloke's going to take over this club and this sheik's going to fucking pump money you know and this player's worth 200 million and these and he's getting paid and i just think fuck that man the if we at this point you know We've got it a bit twisted, I think, when we're putting that much pressure on 17-year-olds, you know, sticking fucking 15 grand a week in a 17-year-old's bank who's playing for, I don't know, reserves, you know. What do you expect young men to fucking turn out like? So it's it's pretty twisted, but they're set up them watching it, having that vibe, the cameras, it's crispy, it's really cool. So that that's where we're aiming at. We want that we want that level of um of of production. So it's all coming on strong. But thank you guys for listening. Appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed the Ramble chat. There'll be more. Um thank you to Pod Bible who keeps supporting us. Um we're looking forward to doing more stuff with those uh later on this year. Obviously the sponsors, Go Deep, Flotation Therapy, get your float on, log out, unplug, defrag. Lincoln Cryo Lab, same thing. Unplug, defrag, get shock blasted in liquid nitrogen down to a minus 145 degrees for three minutes. LincolnCryoLab.co.uk. Both of those sponsors, you can use the code word you and get 10% off of those therapies, those treatments, those um, pause buttons from the madness. So anyway, enough from me. Thanks once again. We will see you on the flip side. Peace.